Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hello, everyone. I know people are listening night and day, different days, different parts of the country. It's so incredible to know that there are people all across the globe that tune in. And I just want to say, bless your hearts. And please forward this along. If anything that you think I'm saying can help someone in your life find Jesus, don't be afraid. Send it along. Tell them the episode number so that they're not scrolling through 200 different episodes (laughs) trying to find what you're telling them, especially if they listen days later. And let's share the love of God. That's what these podcasts are for, not just for you, but for for you to also share with others, especially those fallen away ones that are like I was, who had no clue, but are struggling and need God. So, okay, done with that. I think it's so cool. Right now is just after the Christmas season. We just had the baptism of our Lord. We're in ordinary time, which is never ordinary. And it's the beginning of Jesus's um, ministry. Basically, he's out there pulling off the fishermen off of the shore saying, come follow me. They're dropping their nets and they're joining him. And he's getting into the synagogues and preaching where everyone's like, holy cow, this guy is like full of authority. He's different. Oh, and then he's casting out evil spirits and people are beginning to see today. He goes to Andrew and Peter's house and heals their mother. The bottom line is he is getting out there and people are noticing. And the other thing that I was taken by today as I read the first reading which is Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10 and 19 through 20. It's when Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli, who was a higher priest, if you will. And he basically said, "Uh, hey, Eli, I'm getting woken up. Here I am. Here I am. Thinking that Eli is the one that's waking him out of his sleep. Three times, every time he hears Samuel, Samuel, he runs to Eli Finally, Eli, being the, you know, priestly man and holy man he is, he says, wait a minute, that's God. Okay, so the next time you hear yourself being called, say out to God, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And it made me think, how many times, how many times do we not listen? (laughs) I know people who pray all the time and they just don't stop to have a dialogue. It's a relationship that we're building with Jesus. We are constantly communicating, but we need to receive. 
mental prayer or what we call Christian meditation, a lot of people associate meditation as bad. It's not when it's Christian meditation. If you're meditating with your legs crossed, your fingers held together on your knees, saying om, om, and calling on the universe and energy around you, yeah, that's the bad meditation. Christian meditation, on the other hand, is something every single person must do. It's required in a holy person's life. Every saint had Christian meditation in their life. And it's one of the most difficult things to do because our minds are so difficult to keep quiet. But there are so many ways. Send me notes. You know, I'll, I'll share a bunch of them with you because I struggle with this myself. Every person does. But the point of Christian meditation is to either look at readings, read the readings, and if something jumps out at you, a word, a phrase, it could be the Alleluia. You then stop and you meditate on it and you say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to think about here? What do you want me to hear from you? Maybe it's an area that you need to work on. And so I think when I read the the readings today, I was reflecting on Jesus out there in his ministry, but I kept seeing the repetition of speak, your servant is listening in the first reading. Then in the Psalms, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. And how do you know his will? If you don't listen and be quiet and be silent. And then in the Alleluia, my sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. Well, following him is also listening to him so that you know what you are doing all day, every day, is aligned with Jesus's heart, his eyes, his ears, his hands, his feet. We need to live in the divine will. And you have to exercise this all day, every day. It's not just, I went to mass, I prayed this morning, and then you go about your day. You have to call on the Lord all day for the right words to harden your heart with people around you that are pushing your buttons or are annoying. You have to stop and realize when you are being vice driven, right? You start getting angry and you, you know, start looking at people and sizing them up. It's, it's a process. And the more you work on your virtues, which is what will make you holier, God will grace you with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which will result in the fruit. You'll be more kind, more generous, more loving without even really having to work at it. It's an amazing process, but it's something that we have to do every day. And then listening and spending time with him in silence and meditative Christian prayer is where it's at. And it gives us rest There's nothing more awesome than even going into adoration or finding a quiet, prayerful place in your house and clearing your mind from the world, right? The to-do list. We aren't emptying our minds. This is not that kind of meditation. We're clearing our minds of the junk in in our day that's trying to fight for our attention. And then we are going inward into our souls where the Holy Spirit lives And we are asking, Lord, 
How do you want me? What are you calling me to do? How do you want me to live today and in the future? We are all called to share the faith, but how? All in different ways. And we all have natural talents. It's not like everybody has to go leave their career like I did in corporate America and become a minister. There are very different ways that we can bring God to the world with our own talents. I mean, heck, if you're good at science or you're good at math and you're an accountant and you're, you, have, <laughs> you have these skills, which I've got none of those, you should do good for the world with those skills. Be a doctor, be a dentist, be things that an actor, a singer, whatever gifts you've been given, use them. I feel I've been given the gift of gab. (laughs) I just get out there and I'm one of these people who shares raw, real, vulnerable, honest journey with people. And I just want people to be happy, find that peace and that love and that joy that isn't fleeting. It's in you all the time in all circumstances. So let's just reflect on our own journey. I think I want to push the point to everyone that we're all on a journey. We're just in very different places. So if you are struggling with silent prayer, if you are struggling with prayer at all, then ask God. This is why we say, Holy Spirit, I don't know how to pray. Teach me to pray. God is there to lead us through all of this. We have to ask him. And honestly, we have to spend some time in silence with him. When I first started hearing God through the peace in my body, through some decisions that I had to make, I was floored. Floor. I knew this is God speaking to me. And this was, you know, a decision between two jobs, two good things, but one was better than the other one. And then when I really wanted a job one time and I didn't get it, he put it in my heart two weeks before I got that dreaded, you know, no, you didn't get the job and said, this isn't the right job for you. And I had this total calming, peaceful feeling. And I remember sharing it with my husband and he was like, I can't believe it. You've been praying on your knees, begging, pleading for this job. And all of a sudden you're okay if you don't get it. And yeah, that was because God put it in my heart that it's not right for me. And if I look back, if I got that job, holy cow, I would not be standing here talking to you today. No way. No way. I'm so grateful God's got a better plan than my will and my plan. So what am I asking for today? Let's try to take moments, even little ones, and spend five minutes in silence Lord, help me do your will today. Help me live and love and speak and hear and see your love all day. I want to see people with your eyes. I want to listen to what they say with your heart because it's real easy to receive things from other people and be like, nice, that was totally rude. Well, think about all the rude things that were said to Jesus. Think about all the the blaspheming, all of the just chastising that he took throughout his life and yet he still loved people yes he stood up for his beliefs and yes he called out some of the hypocrites but in the end did it with love 
It's a masterful way of living and we need him in our lives to do it. Alrighty, everyone, this is a long one, but it's important. Take some time today in silence, even if it's before you go to bed tonight. I think if you can, and if you're not doing this practice of the examine, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm guilty of not going through the examine at night. You can Google it, but it's basically reviewing your day and being very happy and joy-filled about the moments that you saw God in your life whether it was affecting or impacting your your communication with someone or what you did that day or you heard him in your soul and also where you didn't pay any attention to God and you decided to run the show <laughs> and where you need to maybe work on some of your day. It's it's just a review and it doesn't take long. You'll be surprised at how quick it goes. But I do it a lot laying in bed before I go to bed and before you know it, I'm snoring and I'm sleeping. So try to do it maybe 15 minutes before you get in bed. I'm telling this to myself here and really review your day and see because this is how, and this is what the saints did. This is how you learn. This is how you see the gap and you fill it with God. Just like we did our, our God-shaped heart had gaps when we tried to fill it with the world's desires and pleasures and came to know, oh, hey, only God can fill that. And that that's how our day needs to be. God needs to fill those gaps where we ran off and did things on our own without asking or calling on him in the Holy Spirit. And let's go be the light. Go throw Jesus's suit on and just love people. Smile. Be grateful for everything you are, for your faith. And if you don't have faith, ask God to bring it into your life and go be happy and grateful about every material good and family member and be happy about the trials that you're going through because there is some greater good and there's some sanctification that's coming out on the other end. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.